Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Double FM Sports. I'm Ethan Fager. And I'm Jared Miserec. And today we're here with Keaton Jones. How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Um, you're one of the best swimmers here in the high, in high school right now. Um, one of the best in your class. When did you first get into swimming, though? Um, I mean, I got in the water when I was a few months old. My parents thought it was really important that I knew how to swim. My dad grew up in California, so that was a big deal for him that I at least knew how to swim and I could survive. Um, and I took YMCA lessons when I was really young and I joined my first club team when I was five and I kind of never stopped. It was kind of just something I really enjoyed. And I think I took it really seriously starting maybe when I was like 12 or 13. And when it started becoming serious, uh, I, just, I, I loved it. And that was one of the things that was important to me is it, I wanted to work hard. I wanted to be the best, but I love what I do. Yeah, definitely. So growing up, besides swimming, did you play any other sports growing up? Yes, uh, I, I played a lot of different sports. I, uh, my mom had me in t-ball. Uh, I did basketball, cross country. Uh, I did football, soccer. I learned, I learned pretty young that I was not going to be a contact sport kid. Uh, <laughs> but it was, it was a good experience. It taught me a lot about my body and where I move and how I move. Um, but it was, yeah, I didn't learn that I was not into that kind of stuff. And I think I would do cross country in high school if I was, it was if it wasn't the same season as swimming, but it's the same season. So obviously I'm gonna pick swim. So just so you know, late last year, you made a big decision uh, talking about Cal. Why, why is that the school you're going to? What, what brought you there? Um, I mean, there were, there were a lot of reasons. I think any of the schools I got into, like my top five, my visits, I think would have been great fits. I think I would have succeeded there. Uh, I mean, there were great staff, great coaching, great teammates. Uh, it was really came down to Cal had such a high level of academics and obviously swimming. And it was really important to me that I stayed close to home. I'm a, I'm a big family. Uh, I love my family. And I, that was really important to me. And I can't, you can't beat it. I mean, it was all the things that I was looking for. And I'm just excited to get there and get to train with those guys. I, I want to be at their level, obviously, and I have a long way to go. And I'm really excited just to get there and put my head down and work. Yeah. So what was like the recruiting process like for you with like, you know, club and all school and all that stuff? Uh, it was it was pretty crazy. Uh, I definitely wanted to try and get it done as not as quick as possible, but I wanted to I wanted to be conscientious of my time. And it was a it was a lot because you're gone three days a week. You're missing school. You're missing practice. And on these trips, you're really not getting quality practices so much. So. It was, it was stressful for sure. Um, I didn't want to take away too much time from school. I didn't want to take away too much time from swim. And I think I was one of the few people who went on these visits and I tried to get in as much working out as possible while on the visits. And you're also trying to understand the school, ask the right questions, learn as much as possible. And it was really difficult to do that. But 
I mean, it was it was a great experience. I, I met a ton of people and I met a ton of people in my class and a ton of coaches. And I think those relationships are going to be really great moving forward. Does committing as early as you did bring any pressure? You know, you still had two seasons of high school swim to, you know, compete in. Did that bring any pressure to you? And if so, how did you deal with that? Um, I don't think it was any pressure. I mean, the coaches were really big on not pressuring us into making decisions. It was more just, I, I wanted to know where I was going so that I could prepare mentally and physically to get there. And I think it wasn't any pressure so much as now I feel like I have this accountability every time I get in the water, every time I do something that I shouldn't be doing, like, oh, I, I want to eat something a little sweet. And it's just that accountability where they took a chance on me. Uh, they gave their time, their effort. They gave me a spot on the team. And I just want to live up to those expectations. And so that when I get there, I can just hit the ground running and take everything the team has to offer. The great coaching, the teammates, the atmosphere. I mean, I have, I have a lot to learn. And I'm just excited that I get to do it. Now, you did say before that you had, like, a top five. Other than Cal, what were those other four schools that you were looking at? Um, I think the schools I visited was – I visited Florida, uh, Louisville, Michigan, um, Virginia Tech, and Virginia. All right. So what do you hope to, like, you know, study academically in school? Um, I'm definitely a math and science kind of brain. I never really rolled. I mean, I'm good at English and social studies, but I really enjoy math and science. Um, so I'd like to stick in that kind of field. I was looking at majoring in um, statistics and um, minoring in, I think, data analytics. What would you be looking to do with that? Uh, those, you know, major and minor combination? Is there a specific job that you're looking forward to or just kind of in that field? Uh, I like that field in general. Um, but I was looking more towards my uncle got me into fantasy football and I'm a very nerd about it. And I like all the math and the data and all that stuff. So anything I can do with a professional sport where I could do graphs or data analytics and analyzing the data would be just really cool. How did this year's fantasy football season go? Oh, it was a rough one. <laughs> I, I didn't do, I didn't do the greatest. Um, I think I had a lot of injuries that didn't help me, but yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to do better next year. So getting more into the actual swimming part of your career, what would you say is your favorite and your least favorite stroke to swim? I think my favorite stroke to swim would probably be fly. I just, I really enjoy that. It's not one of the strokes I'm best at. And every time I race it, it's, I have to push myself really hard because it's, it's, a, it's a hard stroke to do. And I like seeing what I can do in it, even though there are really no expectations because it's not my event. And my probably least favorite would be breaststroke. I, I can't really swim very well. Uh, it's definitely one of the things I need to work on if I'm going to improve on my IM. But yeah, I've never been good at breaststroke and it's something I, I need to work on. So what was it, what is it like, you know, to say that you have a, you know, national age group record? Um, I'm not going to lie. I, I don't really talk about it, son. I think it was kind of one of those things. I just 
went for it because I wanted, I, I didn't want to think of any what ifs. I, I went for it after long course season. So we had to host a meet specifically for that purpose. So before the meet even started, I, we helped like transition it from short course to long course because we had to convert the pool over. And I, I think I tried, I tried two weeks before my birthday and I wasn't even close. I think the time was 20078. And I was, I think I went 205. Like I was not, I didn't even get close. And I talked to my coach and I wasn't even sure if I wanted to try again because it was, it was very rough. And she said, physically, you're prepared. I know you can do it. She said, mentally, you got so much in your head that you didn't race the way you should have raced. And I went in that next week a little bit differently. I did my normal schedule. I didn't really focus too much on the meet and kind of just let things come as they came. And before the race, I did everything I normally would do before meet. I got all ready. I was set to go. And my coach had me visualize my race and she sat me down and she had me visualize it. She's like, visualize your turns, visualize your kicks, visualize your strokes. And I went out and I did it. And I, I knew I was close because my coach was yelling at me pretty good. Uh, so when I hit the wall and they were all looking at their clocks and they were all excited, I, I knew I had gotten it. But yeah, it was, it was pretty amazing. Uh, it was a great day to do it before my, the day before my birthday. Um, but honestly, once I got it, it was just something I got and I kind of left it. I don't really need to think about it anymore. <laughs> Something that I'm sure you probably are thinking about, you know, the Olympic trials, you got the chance to compete there before, probably the second biggest swimming event, I would think, other than the Olympics themselves. Um, what was that experience like? Uh, it was exciting, stressful, uh, disappointing. I, I honestly felt all the emotions from A to Z, but uh, it was a great experience. I got to meet a ton of Olympians. I got to meet a ton of the top level athletes in my class the top level athletes in the country and it was great to see how I performed under those expectations under those conditions and I I didn't do the greatest obviously I was pretty disappointed with my overall um, showing but it is what it is I think I was really prepared physically but I was I've never done something like that like it was only I think my third big meet besides like I think my biggest meet before that was like sectionals I had gone to juniors once I went to a U.S. Open and one tier pro series and I was I think I was unprepared for that aspect of it but I learned a lot about how I need to be next time around I was struggling sleeping I was struggling eating and I just I need to try and handle my nerves as best as possible because I think I raced tight I raced not the way I know how to race, not the way I should have raced, but it was something that I came out of it with a lot more experience. And I know what I'm going to have to do next time to be the best I can be. Was there anybody there that you were like, whoa, I'm racing with so-and-so or whoa, I'm watching this guy race in the same meet that I'm ra like, was there anybody there that you were just kind of like, that's somebody I grew up watching or that's somebody I watched when I was younger? Uh, yeah, for sure. It, it helped a lot that I went to the Tier Pro Series because I met a few Olympians there. Like I saw Ryan Lochte, I saw Caleb Dressel, 
and but it was when I got there, I was in the last heat of I got circled in the last heat of the tour back in prelims, and Murphy was in lane four, and that was that was very stressful for sure. If sitting sitting in the waiting room next to that guy, it was it, it made me nervous for sure. He was just big and strong and his shoulders and his legs and it, it I don't usually summers can't make me feel small usually but I, I felt small next to him for sure so what goals do you have for yourself maybe moving forward and into college I think goals wise I just obviously right now I goal time wise I'm kind of shooting for the NCAA cuts I want to try and get as close to those as possible so that when I get to school, like those are attainable or I have them. Um, I mean, beyond that, I want to be an NCAA champion. I, I want to go to the Olympics, hopefully. I mean, I want to, I want to shoot for the moon because I only get to do this once and I don't want to have any regrets. So I'm just going to give it everything I got. Kind of straying away from swimming. Fun fact, you're taking the interview in the car right now, heading to the Super Bowl. I see you're wearing a jersey. Um, talk to me. What's what's this experience going to be like getting to go to the Super Bowl? I believe those are Bengals colors, so I take it you're rooting for the Bengals? Yeah, I got a Jamar Chase uh, jersey on. I'm, I'm excited. It kind of fell into our laps that we were able to go, and I think it was just a once-in-a-lifetime experience, and I don't know if I'll ever go again, so – I'm, I'm just excited. I'm excited for the halftime show. I'm excited to see these young players that, I mean, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, all these young guys that are going to have amazing careers ahead of them. Um, and I get to say I went to their first Super Bowl. So, yeah, I'm super excited. I'm just going to watch everything and be soaking it all up. Yeah, so what, what pre-race routines or, you know, pre-race music do you like to listen to before every meet? Um... I think before every meet, I make sure that I watch a lot of things that are just comfortable, things I know, things that make me at ease. I'm a big Impractical Jokers fan, so I, a few days before, I'm starting to watch that. I'm just starting to kind of be relaxed. Know, I know the show. I know everything. I watch The Office. Um, a lot of things that just are comforts, for sure. And then before uh, every finals, I, I listen to uh, Glorious by Macklemore, and uh, that's the song that usually just, that gets me into it. So, uh, yeah, that's my pre-race routines. And I also, for every race, it doesn't matter if I'm swimming backstroke or not, I like to spin my arms, and I usually do it in the backstroke motion. I could be swimming 100 breaststroke, and it doesn't matter. Now, I'm, I'm sure that, you know, swimming and then school takes up a lot of your time, but when you do have free time, what hobbies do you have? What do you like to do in your free time? Uh, my family and me are big travelers, so I like to travel a lot. Uh, we usually do one big family vacation a year, and I like just immersing myself in different cultures and foods. I'm a big foodie, uh, so me and my uncle we pig out. We eat a lot of food when I'm on these vacations. Uh, I like trying new recipes. I like trying new restaurants, local restaurants. Um, I'm a big nerd, so I solve Rubik's Cubes. I, I, I used to be into magic. I have all the kits and everything. Uh, yeah, I, I was a big nerd. And obviously, fantasy football. I, I got into that more recently, but I, uh, I really enjoy that, and I like looking at all that kind of stuff. 
Of all the places you've traveled, is there a favorite that you have? Probably China. My dad, my dad used to do business there a lot. So we visited there for a month and seeing the Great Wall, uh, trying all the food. I think I had duck. I think I had dog. I think I had snake. Like there was just, it was amazing. And seeing all of that kind of stuff firsthand and not just in pictures, was really cool. Yeah, definitely. So who would you say are some of your role models, you know, in the swimming world, but also in life? I think in the swimming world, I think my biggest role model is probably Kayla Decky. I think she, the way she's transformed the distance racing for women and how dominant she's been for so long. I mean, I grew up watching her and she's still just crushing. I mean, I, I think I got the results a few days ago. She's going faster at the Florida sectionals right now than she did at Tokyo. Like she just, she never stops. She just keeps going. And it's, it's great to see that someone can push their, themselves that hard that, I mean, she's going to be competing with the men soon. Um, and I think in life, it's just my parents, my mom. She's a big triathlete, big Ironman. And I mean, she works out six hours a day, seven hours a day. And I can barely hold my weight for three, three hours in the pool. So yeah, for her herself pushing herself that far, that hard, it's just, it's a super inspirational and makes me want to push myself even harder. One last question here for you. I mean, I know you're still pretty young. You're still in high school, but for the younger athletes, maybe, you know, middle schoolers or even those kids that are really young starting to get into the sport of swimming, what advice would you give them? I think just getting into swimming, I think you got to love it. I think that's the one thing that never fades. I mean, you're going to have rough practices. You're going to have tough meets. You're going to have days where you want to quit. I mean, it's, it's a hard sport. You're, you're up and down that pool staring at a black line all day and you're breathing hard. And, but I think if you love, love what you're doing and you continue, you're going to go far and the working hard and the, the pushing yourself and the wanting to be the best. I think that's something that comes a lot later. At least it did for me. I, I just loved being in the water and I kind of went from there. All right. Well, like I said, that was the last question we have for you. You know, thank you for taking some time out of your day. I know, like I said, you are currently in the car on the way to the Super Bowl. So I appreciate you, you know, hopping on the podcast and letting us learn a little bit more about your, uh, your swimming career. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Of course. Ethan, do you want to know with the outro? Yes, sir. Sober Double FM Sports. I'm Ethan Fager. And I'm Jeremy Zarek. And we are signing off.